Well, Kirsty, thanks so much for, for joining us today uh, for Church Online. And um, uh, so, yeah, I just thought it would be good to start out just uh, hearing a little bit about who you are and, and what you do. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Um, it's nice to be here <laughs> in my home, but there. Um, so I am a um, counsellor with Strength to Strength, which is an organisation um, based in Christchurch, but um, I am in Wellington, um, servicing the Hutt Valley area, um, also Wellington one day a week. But basically Strength to Strength is a um, on-the-service counselling and training organisation. Um, but sort of at the heart behind it, it's a, um, a desire to empower the churches to thrive. Um, and in the church, that's sort of, you know, the people, the community around that as well, in order to grow um, and become, you know, just the better version of themselves to enable the whole church um, to thrive and grow. Right. So I am available um, normally, face-to-face um, -face in the Hutt Valley, Monday to Thursday, and then in town on a Friday. But um, in these times, I'm doing um, online and phone counselling as well. So available for anyone in need. Right. Awesome. That's great. And, yeah, we really appreciate you just taking the time to um, hopefully help out a whole, whole bunch of us uh, all at once. And so that's, um, awesome. yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, definitely uh, interesting times. Um, lots of people using the word unprecedented, um, but certainly <laughs> unprecedented in our in our lifetime anyway. I, you know, there's certainly been uh, plagues and that sort of stuff um, through human history. But uh, I think with the globalization of the the world at the moment, it's uh, impacting the whole world at once, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, my wife and and I we've been actually in self isolation since Saturday. Uh, because Ellie's pregnant and yeah. um, and so I haven't really been out and about at all to sort of see uh, what's the feeling out there what's the atmosphere out there and uh, but this morning I went to get our groceries we we did an online order on Monday but we couldn't pick them up till today and yeah. so, so it was my first time sort of out in the world um, this morning and it was uh, really strange and mm -hmm. just the I guess you, you could just sort of feel the tension in the air at the supermarket. Um, and I had an online order. We've got a large family, nearly five kids. Um, and so I came up with two trolleys full of food because it was like a fortnight shop. Um, and just feeling sort of the judgment. You know, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, why has this guy got so much food and, and, and that kind of thing. And so it's, um, yeah, it's just a, a really strange sort of feeling out there. And mm. I, I guess you're kind of on the coalface of, uh, hearing what people are feeling and what they're anxious about. And I just wondered, are people more anxious about the virus itself or is it more about the economic impact, the potential of losing jobs? Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff yeah. coming out in the media. I saw last night uh, a headline about 20,000 people could be losing jobs. And I mean, that may or may not happen, but it really starts to cause panic and fear in people. And yeah, so yeah. what's your sort of feeling about what people are anxious about? Yeah, um, it's kind of like a real mixed bag at the moment. Um, there's a sort of, as you say, this sort of strange feeling where a lot of people who would normally not experience any form of anxiety are because we've never been here before. Mm. And so 
you know, for some people, the sickness is a big fear because they may have lower immunity, um, be older or, you know, have that environment where that is a genuine worry for them. But then there's the others who are healthy, fit, actually still working from home or some who are on leave without knowing whether work is going to be at the end of that. So there's a real variety of anxiety, anxieties and worries out there. Right. Because as you said, that unprecedented word, <laughs> um, yeah. we've, we've never been in this place before. So there's nothing to be able to go on and go, well, actually, this is truth. Because at the moment, we don't have any truth right. to back it up. Yeah, right. So just sort of waking up in the morning and going, well, what's happening today? Is, um, is quite concerning. So yeah. just being able to try and put that into perspective for yourselves. Um, and looking at your own bubble, shall we say, <laughs> and making sure that you're sticking within that in regards to those who are concerned around getting the virus. It's, um, you know, the government has come to the party and given us some really clear guidelines to how to keep well in that. So stay at home, keep in your bubble, wash your hands um, and look after your immediate family. Um, for those that do have to work and come back into an environment, you know, self-isolating within your home, doing all those things. Um, and that in itself is quite scary because that whole self-isolation thing, when we've been in an environment for so long where we've been so stimulated with social media and lives being so busy and so full on, there's actually the perfect opportunity to stop and reset. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And to just breathe, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of taking the time to do that, you know, that be still, you know, um, Psalm 46, 10, 10 says it all. Be still and know that I am God. Let's take this time just to breathe. Yeah. yeah. And breathe in God. Do, do you think people um, need to somehow pros process some of the anxiety and fear before they can do that? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it's really important to understand that um, it's okay to be anxious and fearful at this time. Um, right. Most people are, and it's very normal. Anxiety and fear are normal feelings that we have that our body has created in order to protect us. Yeah. So we need to acknowledge that, you know what, it's actually okay to not be okay in this situation. Right. And we can look at, you know, what are the worst case scenarios? What can happen? And actually to have a chat about that, think about that. But at the same time, don't dwell in that. Right. Come back to what is today. If we keep doing the what ifing, the shooting on ourselves, we need to be looking at today. What have we got today? And what, where am I able to take control of that? Right. So the fact that, I can, um, if I need to, I can create schedules and to-do lists and, and plan for the day in order to give me purpose. Yeah. Um, sometimes we actually just need to go, okay, for the next couple of days, I'm actually going to do nothing. I am just going to have a rest right. and recharge. And then just kind of look at checking through the fears and where they're coming from and making sure that they are true fears. Right. And then just going, okay. I can just sit with them, but I don't have to hold on to it with gripped hands. Right. This is where I'm at today. Yeah. And speaking back into that adrenaline, that kind of, when we, we end up in that, that loop. And so 
we kind of get this feedback loop where we kind of start stressing that all this is happening and so our brain goes oh we're stressed so we need that adrenaline right now and then we start thinking oh, i've got all this adrenaline in me i must be really anxious and so we end up in this big loop of making ourselves worse right. so we need to kind of get to that place where we're not stressing the stress and that's just naming it talking about it and then letting it go right yeah yeah, I think the um, I heard on the radio the other day that the the stress um, reactions that we have um, they actually pull energy from our immune system, don't they? And yeah, absolutely. It's, it's yeah, it's putting energy around our body where it's needed most, and it's actually taken from our immune systems at that time, and so uh, we we end up being more immune compromised, um, which is not not good. So we definitely Absolutely. need to learn how to deal with this, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where you really need to just kind of sit in it and just kind of find a way to calm that and break that loop. So, you know, deep breathing is fantastic. You know, I say to people all the time, just breathe. It sounds really dumb because we breathe all the time. But if we are using, you know, a breathing technique where we are, you know, you may have heard of the five, five, five sort of type things, which is pretty much finding a number that suits you breathing in for that count, holding it for that count, breathing out for that count. Right. And it just kind of slows everything down for us. Yeah. So then we can just be in a place where it's like, okay, all right, God, you take over now. Yeah, yeah, it's mm -hmm. yeah, great. That's really helpful. Um, so for some of us, we have um, children. <laughs> We've got four mm -hmm. at home and we're just about to have, have another one. Um, uh, when we're Actually, when people are watching this on Sunday, it's quite possible that we would have had had our fifth child, but uh, yeah, so how, how, how can we help children understand what's happening and uh, give them comfort and potentially even while mm. we're um, feeling uncomfortable or struggling ourselves? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the key things is, um, you know, children particularly have their own world, everything revolves around them. So when they see that you are stressed or anxious or worried, then they think it's because it's something that I've done generally. So Right. If you can actually sit down with them and talk to them about what's going on, age appropriately, obviously, um, and just letting them know that, you know, this is something that's not their fault um, and it's something that we are going to all work through together as a family. But also talking about um, ways in which we can make the most of this. So things that they might be um, looking forward to doing in this time off, you know, having dad home all the time. Um, maybe they might be looking forward to learning something over this period with them. Um, having some time where you can perhaps just quiet everything down. Our, our kids have kind of been overloaded with school and activities and stuff. So everyone's kind of in this place where I've been dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety in children, where I think that there's just too much on their plates now so they've got this opportunity just to rest right. and we maybe need to teach our children in this time resilience and mindfulness so that they can when everything does reset and get back to normal that they've got these tools on hand to be able to cope with the stress in their lives yeah right so sitting with them at the beginning of the day um having some bible time some prayer with them teaching them how to pray not for stuff but for people for what's going on right. yeah. um and yeah, for their own growth. And just, you know, there's a lot of stuff online that's um, really good and helpful in regards to how to speak into the children. But I think at the end of the day, 
just being open with them is really helpful. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, I um, you know, we've got kids of all different ages, and our, our oldest, um, you know, she's got her own her own device, and um, I have downloaded a, a, an app onto her phone mm -hmm. so that we manage her time. Um, because I, I talk to her often about managing her own freedom, that she needs to learn how yes. to manage her own freedom. Um, but she's, you know, still learning that. Um, and, and so it's been helpful just to have a way of um, just helping her with managing her freedom. Um, otherwise, it's the potential is the kids can just, uh, you know, just get spend the whole time on, on devices during this time. And mm. I think that's, you know, that's yeah. going to be helpful either. Yeah. So it's a really good opportunity to start um, doing family stuff. Um, you know, board games, games outside when it's fine, you know, doing that stuff that's non-device um, and sort of learning a different way of being as a family because um, devices and social media and stuff have really taken over our households. Yeah. And so to be able to come back together as a family and do stuff as a family, we've got the opportunity now. Um, still really important, though, to for everybody in the house to have their alone time whether it's just an hour in the day, um, just to be away from everybody, just to have some quiet space. Also, it's an opportunity to teach our children how to be bored, because in boredom comes imagination yeah. and growth. So, yeah. Um, and also for our, um, our slightly our older children, our teens and our preteens, is kind of limiting, especially at night, maybe taking away their devices before they go to bed, so that they're not... Um, sort of filling up on all this stuff on the news, everything that's going on that, you know, a lot of them don't know how to regulate what's fake news, what's real news, what are they taking on board? So they're sort of taking everything on board and getting really, really scared about what's going on. So being able to monitor that and look right. at that. Yeah, right. The thing that we've found interesting with our oldest is um, because uh, for them, it, uh, Facebook and things like that aren't they don't use Facebook they're using Instagram and TikTok and mm -hmm. things like that uh, and we've found that most of the stuff on those platforms are, are memes and uh, jokes about it rather than yeah. as well and so there's almost like this joking about it um, going on rather than actually facing the reality that there is there is this you know a, something serious happening in our world um, yeah yeah and so it's been interesting just seeing She's, she's not getting sort of the fear side of it, but almost a joking uh, perspective about it. And that's, yeah. 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 And so on the flip side of that too, it's also really important that they do know the seriousness of it in regards to keeping safe, mm -hmm. you know, staying in your bubble, isolating and not getting other people sick, um, yeah. which has also been a bit of an issue too. So yeah. there's so many areas. Yeah. So many things to think about, isn't there? It's all, it's all new. Yeah. So, so for those of us um, that, uh, you know, we may have uh, friends or, or family, uh, maybe we've got elderly, uh, even in our own homes or connected to us, or even solo parents, um, mm. how can we support those around us in our, in our community, um, you know, or even just people that are just not coping with, with it all? How, how do we, how can we yeah. support them? 
think definitely um, connection is key. So um, how that happens is obviously dependent on the person. So um, if maybe you've got an elderly neighbour who um, doesn't do the online thing, just giving them a phone call, perhaps dropping them a note in their letterbox saying, this is my number, um, or even just getting the kids to write them little letters, because they like reading letters, um, just sort of calling out over the fence, still keeping you two metres away. Um, doing things like, um, I know my, my parents are just down the road, but they are over 70, so we're doing their shopping for them, dropping it outside the door and that kind of stuff. Just finding ways that um, is keeping you connected within the guidelines, um, but also, you know, with, uh, I've got a, a girlfriend who is working from home on her own with three kids, so um, kind of making time to online chat with her children for an hour or two doing some, some games or, or um, schoolwork and stuff so that she's got some time to do some right. of her work, finding ways that is going to work for them that's helpful for them yeah. um, in order to give them a bit of a break or just to make sure that they know that they're connected um, and cared for. Yeah, right. That's great. That's really helpful. Mm. Um, I, I heard um, Richard Black, who, who runs Strength to Strength, um, yeah. listening to a video from him the other day, and he was talking about, how, about making peace where we are powerless. Um, mm. Could you unpack that just a little bit for us? Yeah, um, and so that probably also feeds a little bit into that feedback loop stuff. So it's kind of making peace with where you're powerless is all about looking at all the areas in which you're struggling and going, okay, so there's some of these things that I have no control of whatsoever, but some of them I am. So what I'm going to do is focus on where I can control these things. So if we're looking at this environment right now, something could be, you know, making a plan for your week, how we're going to do things, how, you know, making sure that we're going to get up at this time, we're going to have meals at certain times, we're going to stop exercising here, we're going to have some alone time here. It's, it's getting that feeling of control back in your life so that you've got something there that says, okay, we're on, we're on top of this. Right. And looking at the stuff where you are powerless. So the virus, you have no control over what's happening with that. So just making sure that you are washing your hands, keeping your two meters distance, staying in your bubble, doing those things gives you a small amount of control in that area. Right. So preparing and preventing, but then kind of putting that out of bounds. It's like I can do what I can do, but then that's it. And then just sort of focus on the stuff you can do things for. Right. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's great. Um, one of the things that I, I realized for myself, uh, just with my personality type, that I, I love alone time and being isolated. It's kind of, it's kind of, you know, that's, that's my happy place in some sense. Yeah. Um, but for many people, that's, that's not. Um, but the potential is with that is that we can easily fall into like escapism type yeah. scenarios you know where i'm not you know just sit down and, and binge on netflix for the next four weeks um and but that's i mean obviously that's not going to be helpful for us either um and you know how do we avoid um escapism mm -hmm. in, in yeah. and uh I, I i just think it could leave us really unprepared for actually going back into normal life as well Definitely. especially mm. if we're on our own 
um, yes. it's going to be a lot easier just to, to drift into escapism. And, and so do you have some tools that we could use to not, um, to not, you know, and, and how do we also identify what, what is escapism for us? Because it's going to look different for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we all have that part of us that, that sort of does that. It's like, oh, I'm just going to go and slink away and do a binge on Netflix or, you know, um, find something that is just going to help me just leave this world. And um, these are certainly times in which we do reach out for those. And I suppose in a household um, with so many children, that's probably not so easy. So you're probably accountable to them anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, especially for those on their own. Um, and this is where you and your community spirit need to kind of step up and keep checking in on these people. Um, I did kind of hear, like Jacinda said the other day as part of the bubble, that if two people are on their own, they can form a bubble. So they can go for walks together and stuff like that. Um, so that's sort of the type of thing that maybe you could reach out to somebody on their own if you're on your own, or if you know that your neighbour is on their own, making sure that you're checking in on them, them that they are um, doing okay, that they are actually getting out and um, feeling like they are part of the world as much as we can in this space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, you, and again, to, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Do you think accountability is an important part of that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, even if it's being accountable to yourself, yeah. um, doing things like putting alarms on your phone for how, you know, how long you've been on a device or watching programs or if there's a um, series that you're watching, making sure that perhaps it's only one or two episodes a day and making some cutoff points very clear, doing things with your phone that you can you can actually make sure that you're turning it off at that time, that you're putting control apps on your phone that do it for you if you can't. Um, looking at all those things, planning, doing daily to-do lists so that you're making sure there is stuff around that. Now, all those lists, I've seen some funny things on Facebook about all these men being stuck at home because now they've got all these chores they have to do. Um, but maybe doing some of those things that have always been on your to-do list and um, packing that in around the kind of stuff um, that you like doing. But the thing is, we still need to be doing what brings us joy each day. Right. So just kind of making a plan to limit that, but still give us time to do it as well. Yeah, right. Oh, that's, that's great. It's really helpful. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's sort of all of the, the questions uh, that I have for today. And so I just wanted to thank you so much for taking the time. Um, do you have any sort of final thoughts? And it'd be great if you could um, pray for us as well, uh, just as we, we close. So, yeah. So any sort of final, final thoughts for us? Um, and then, yeah, pray for us. It'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I think probably the biggest thing for me is to just kind of take this time to, to reset. We have all been running around for so long um, with working so hard. The kids have got school and then there's a lot of activities after school. We're all stretched and doing so much that we've been given an opportunity to just slow down and stop. So let's take this opportunity to just to reconnect with God and to start reading our Bibles, to start praying with our family and being as one with God and putting him first and um, use this to just start again.
yeah. and make make a plan. How are we going to do things differently once this all goes back to normal? Instead of being um, stressed out right. um, over um, challenged families, yeah. to just sort of just calm. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. So yeah, I'll pray us out. Awesome. So. Oh, Heavenly Father, uh, we just ask you that in this time, Lord God, that um, you just place your hand on all of us, Heavenly Father, and just show us how to be still and be with you. Lord God, we're in, as the, the cliche word at the moment is, unprecedented times, but we haven't been here, Lord God, and I know that you know the outcome for all of us. However, we are struggling, so we just ask, Lord God, that you just give us peace. Help us to learn to pray again, praying for our families, our friends, our communities to, to know you more, to come back to you, Heavenly Father, to give us this opportunity to just sit down and be still, to be with you, to be with our families, and to calm the, the anxiousness, the stress and the worry of what's going to happen when this all turns out finished and over with Lord God we just thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace we thank you that we have you in this time and can just get to know you better yeah. so thank you Jesus yeah. amen. amen hey thank you mm -hmm. so much Kirsty again for taking the time we we really appreciate it oh thank you awesome. God bless Well, welcome back. I hope that uh, that was really, really helpful for you. Uh, I know it was helpful for me just sitting uh, and taking a moment just to, to have a chat with Kirsty, and I really appreciate her taking the time just to, to share with us this week. I just wanted to share a, a short thought as we as we just finished this morning, and we're going to um, hand over to uh, someone from the worship team who's just going to lead us in a couple of songs, and, and you can Maybe you just want to just sit where you are and rest in the presence of God and listen, or maybe you want to engage with your, your kids and, and join in. Uh, you feel free just to do whatever uh, you want to do, but um, yeah, you get to do it in your pajamas or whatever, wherever you are at home. Maybe you're still in bed even, uh, but it's really cool just to have you with us this morning online. I just wanted to share a short thought um, from Psalm 62. I've just been thinking this week about um, just reminding myself that we will not be shaken. We, we will not be shaken by this, that uh, we, we have a, a, a foundation that is sure. Uh, Jesus is the rock. He is the one who we can put all of our trust in at this time. And while the, the world around us has been shaken, that there is an unshakable kingdom on the inside of us. And I, I think at this time when we see all of the, the systems of the world being disrupted, uh, we, we know that, uh, that, that the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus, he, he is sure, He is steadfast, He is faithful in this time. Now, I just wanted to share from Psalm 62 this morning. Uh, in verse 5 onwards, it says, I, I find rest in God. Only He gives me hope. He is my rock and my salvation. He is my defender. I will not be defeated. My honor and salvation comes from God. He is my mighty rock and my protection. People trust God all the time. Well, this is the psalmist. He's in, 
he's um, you know he's saying to us people come on trust God all the time tell him your problems because God is our protection the least of people are only a breath and even the greatest are just a lie on the scales they weigh nothing and together they are only a breath come on this this is the psalmist saying look we can't put our trust in the systems of the world we can't put our trust in in people alone we can't put our trust in in, in just uh uh, in people we have to put our trust in God he is the only one that is unshakable the only one that is sure it says do not trust in force stealing is of no use even if you gain more riches don't put your trust in them come on we know that right around the world there are people who have put their trust in riches and and, and with the market crashing and things like that that are happening around the world people are, are being left undone with with nothing and, and who knows that often when it, when we come to the end of ourselves when all of our solutions when all of our options run out and well, that's often the best time for us to find Jesus because he is sure God has said this and I have heard it over and over God is strong the Lord is loving you reward people for what they have done and so I just want to encourage you with this thought. In one version of this, um, of this passage, it says that, that we will not be shaken. Well, we will not be shaken because of, of who is living on the inside of us. We have the sure and steadfast person of Jesus on the inside of us. The Holy Spirit is indwelling us. His power is being made perfect in us. And I just want to encourage you this morning. I just want to pray for us all uh, as we come into uh, the next week uh, that we will not be shaken, that our, that our faith and our trust is not in the systems of this world. And while they are being shaken around us, uh, we will not be shaken. And that is a witness to the world around us that, that uh, this Jesus is alive, that he is real he's, and he's living on the inside of us. So let me pray. Father, we just thank you uh, for everyone out there that's watching right now. Father, I thank you that you love them. And Father, I, I thank you that, that while the world has been shaken around us, Father, we know that this is not your doing. This is not what uh, you have done. The, the word says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you have brought life in abundance. And I, and I thank you that, that while the enemy right now might be stealing and killing and destroying and, and creating chaos in our world, I thank you that right in the midst of that, your life and your abundant life is coming into hearts. I thank you that right now there are people watching online who are, who are questioning uh, what's going on and they're looking uh, for something. They may not know what it is that they are looking for, but Father, we know that they are looking for you, that they, they are looking for true home. And we know that true home is, is a place in the Father's heart. It's a place in your heart. And I thank you that it's when we are there that we feel safe and we feel secure and we are, we are not shaken. So I, I just pray right now a blessing upon every person watching this. I, I pray for those that are seeking. Father, I pray for those that are unsure. I, I pray for those that are filled with fear and anxiety in this time, that they will find peace, that they will find security, and they would find all of this in, in the embrace of your love. And we just thank you that that is what you are up to across the earth right now that you are using what the enemy intended for evil, you are using for good, and you're bringing people home to you. And so we just, we just bless every person this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
a town by turning the whole place upside down. Many awake will cause such a fuss. It finally wakes the rest of us. One man awakes with dawn in his eyes. Surely then it multiplies.